Welcome back, everyone, to Just James Horror Reviews. I'm your host, Just James, and this is episode number 10. Today I'll be covering Laura Keating's debut novella, Agony's Lodestone. It's available for pre-order right now at tenebuspress.com. You can also go on there and read a small sample of the work before it comes out. There is a pre-order package available at tenebuspress.com where you get a physical copy of the book, ebook, and then other swag that goes with it like a t-shirt, a signed art copy, stickers, bookmarks, and then other Tenebus Press swag. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely get on there, get that pre-order package, get all the extra things that come with it. It's also available for just regular pre-order, um, and I believe it comes out in April, sometime in April. Check the website to get the actual release date but it will be available for pre-order up until then. Agony's Lodestone is written by Laura Keating, who has other works of hers have been printed. You can go onto her website, which is laurakeating.com. I'll put the link in the comments below, but it's Lore as in L-O-R-E instead of our first name, L-A-U-R-A. So just make sure you have that distinction if you... If you just Google search her name, her website will come up. She also is available on all your regular online platforms such as Twitter, Instagram, and all the other ones where you can find most authors. So I was able to get a copy of this from Tenebus Press. I read it the other day. It took me about two or three days to read. I'm not a really fast reader. I believe if you read often, you could probably knock this thing out in a day or two. But like most things, I like to say, give yourself some time to read it really soak into the story and enjoy it. Um, this is my first experience with this particular author, and I'll have to say it, it was great. I liked the story. One of my favorite parts about this story, I'll say, is the the tempo. So it it's it's almost like a like shifting gears. You know, you start out in first gear, you hit second, third, and you climb, and as the story continues to move, it doesn't stop. It never downshifts. Um, it's very rewarding in the way that it, it feeds the reader, you know, a little bit at a time. But like I said, each time giving you more and more to more to where you feel like you're, you're, you're snowballing down this huge hill of uh, anxiety and action and mystery and intrigue. And there's just all these different things going on at once. It's as a horror book, uh, you know, I watch a lot of horror films. That's mostly what I review. I have enjoyed uh, being introduced to a lot of these different horror authors and just seeing their different styles and how they interpret horror. This is not, there's, it's not a slasher book. It, there's no haunted castles or, or anything like that. It's not that kind of story. I would say mainly it's, it's a very emotional book. Um, there are elements of horror. I don't get me wrong. It, th- there was, uh, there's tons of, of, tension and anticipation in this book, all kinds of doubt and other things that are going to keep you, you know, flipping to the next page to find out what happens next, what happens next. I really like the different elements of the story. And I don't want to spoil anything here because really, uh, I think each part is as you read, each part builds on top of the other. So they're sequential in a way to where I don't want to give anything away. That's, that's gonna, you know, take away from, uh, from the things that happen in the later end of the book. But it is a very emotional book, and I think it says that in the descriptor, so I won't say anything that's not already out there. Um, it's about relationships. It's about family. So if you 
you know, are someone who's from a big family or you have brothers and sisters and, and you've dealt with that kind of dynamic as far as, you know, those are probably the people that you love and hate the most is your family. I think this dives into that in a very uh, genuine and specific way. Of course, it deals with loss. Uh, you can read that in the title about how they've lost their their sister and she's been gone for a long time and all of a sudden this mystery tape shows up and then they go uh, into this uh, you know, woods or the Atlantic coast uh, to try to find her. And then once they get there, all kinds of crazy stuff starts happening. Uh, I really like the way that uh, Laura was a, her descriptions. So, you know, I felt from writing the book, she either did a whole lot of research on hiking and backpacking, or she herself has spent a lot of times hiking, backpacking, being out in the woods, just because the way that she describes not only the the imagery of where they're at, the scenery, but also just the things that they were going through, uh, the things that they were dealing with as they were, you know, out there in this space, uh, the, you know, everything from the way the ground sounded when you walked on it to the way the air feels when it's blowing on you and, and the way the trees sound and move as you're going through the woods. These are all things that really pulled me into the story to where I was right there with them, you know, and to me, and I would say most people, that's the mark of, you know, good storytelling, that you're able to actually be there shoulder to shoulder with the characters in this book, whichever one you're identifying with or whatever, as you walk through the story. So her descriptors were awesome. The imagery was, uh, you know, transcendent. You know, I was there. I, I felt like I could feel all the things that they were feeling. The emotional side of it, which is, uh, I'm not against, it's just something I usually am not, you know, I would never uh, think to get a book that I know was intentionally going to be over the top emotional. But what I mean by that is this, it's not a Hallmark story or anything like that. The emotions that are dealt with in this book are not the good kind. You know, they're emotions like uh, regret and guilt and um, pride and, and all the other things, all the, the dirty, dark things that we don't want to have to face head on. And it deals with these in a very real way on top of that with the loss of a family member and not ever having that closure. And so you're dealing with all these different elements at once on top of, you know, this mystery tape, which is, uh, for lack of a better term, is kind of the supernatural thing. I will say one thing, though, that, 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 that reminds me as I was reading through this book and I often say this on my podcast. I don't always know the definitions of words. And I think a lot of people are like, they use it. They kind of know what they mean, but they don't actually know what it means if you were to tell them to define it. So agony's lodestone. Look up what a lodestone is. Do, do you know what that is? Because I had no clue. And maybe it's, that's just me being dumb, but I had no idea what a lodestone is. So look up the definition of that and keep that title in mind. And uh, I think it really... For me, I should have looked that up before I started reading the story. Maybe that's just a folly on my end, of course. But uh, look that up, and it will help some things make more sense as you go through the story. It's a very uh, important part of the story. And, man, just it was just a great book. I don't know. It was just a good—it was one of those to where, you know, like I said, I gave myself a day or two to let the things I read sink in and really try to, you know— uh, think about what I was reading and, and understand what I was reading as I moved on. But there were many parts of the book to where I was just so excited to see like, okay, what's coming up next? What's coming up next? What are we doing here? What's happening now that you start reading real fast that you kind of miss out on some stuff. 
So I'm going to have to go back and revisit a few parts of this where I was just trying to rush through because I was like, oh man, it's happening. And, and things happen quick in this book. Like I said, they, they have uh, these emotional uh, flashbacks that are helping really build these characters, really build strong characters in this book so that you start to understand who they are and what they're about and what they're doing and, and why they're here dealing with the things that they're dealing with that are super important. And I really enjoyed those, but then when you flash right back to the action. So do you remember in the movie, I believe it's called Gray with uh, Liam, ne- Liam Neeson in it. And, you know, they have this plane crash or whatever. There's this really cool scene where these men are in this blizzard. And I don't know if you've, if you've seen the movie, but just bear with me if you haven't. These men, they're sleeping overnight on the ground in a blizzard. They have no way to warm themselves. So they've stacked their bodies together for survival to to maintain this heat. Well, there's this beautiful scene where one of them wakes up and I can't remember who it is exactly, but he's staring out into this blizzard and everything is just, you know, this blizzard wasteland. Like there's nothing out there. Everything's dead. It's just solid white. There's a whole lot going on emotionally in this scene, but there's no sound. So you're seeing this death and this violence and this barrenness with no sound. Well, then all of a sudden it snaps too, where like people start waking up and realizing what's happening. And it just hits you with this real hard, sharp sound of wind and just guys yelling and chaos and all that. And it's super impactful. And I felt like as I read this book, I had that same feeling. So, you know, you go to these flashbacks, you're really uh, figuring out different parts of this family and the things that they've dealt with and why they are where they are emotionally. And then boom, slaps you right back into this, this action that's occurring. So I know that's vague because I can't really, I don't want to give anything away. I mean, I really, I really want you to enjoy these parts as they come up without spoiling whatsoever. So yeah, I I really felt that I was, as I was reading it, that was something that stood out to me. Another part too, um, I want to read uh, two quotes here from the book. And I don't feel like they'll give anything away, but I wanted to to kind of explain what I meant when I said, you know, it's an emotional book, but also kind of a horror book, but I would say more an emotional horror book, but I don't want to discount anything to let you know that um, Laura Keating is no uh, no slouch when it comes to the horror stuff. It absolutely deserves that title. And I'll, let me read these two parts that I found in it to kind of show you why. So the first one here, Below the knee was a pyramid of shattered bone, its brown marrow center poking out of the pink and white bone like a half-eaten Tootsie Roll. Blood soaked the man's shoe, slicked his hands, which haltingly clasped the leg and the ground beneath him. I mean, come on, man. That's horror all day, right? Can you not see that? Can you not feel that? And that part in the story, too, it's just, oof, it's good stuff. So, now, flip side of that, let's go back to a more emotional quote that I think, like I said, you know, adds to the horror. She'd let herself believe that grief was the deepest expression of love, but grief was not love any more than memory was the sum of life. Is that not great? So with those two, I think you can really get a good feel of what you're getting into with this book. We have that very strong emotional haiku kind of thing that I just read there that, you know, just this deep thought. And then on the flip side, we have this this bone that's poking through talking about the marrow in it and a slick, bloody hands trying to grab it and maintain it, you know. So great, 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 great 
juxtaposition of these two things as you go through this story. So you never really have time to relax. And I think that's part of the good horror because even as we're doing, you know, flashbacks or whatever, you know, it's still dealing with these super complex, deep, hard to deal with human emotions as well. So definitely go to tenobspress.com, check out that pre-order package, go to lorekeating.com, check out the rest of her works. This is a great book, great horror, great, you know, like I said, not necessarily a, you know, a slasher type thing, super uh, physical or bloody, anything like that, but it is very emotional. It's cerebral. It's full of metaphors. It's packed with all types of isolation, horror, loss, hope, grief, all, like I said before, all these super hard to deal with human emotions that most of us would try to avoid. This thing is just you know, slapping you right in the face with it, hammering you with them, making you look them dead in the eye and deal with them. And I really enjoyed that. Like I said, I really liked the speed of this book. You know, with a novella, a lot of times uh, writers are somewhat limited because it's not a super long story. And I think it's actually harder because they have to not only have a good story, but make it make sense in a shorter amount of time. So all the stuff they packed in there is you know, has to be absolutely necessary. And I feel that makes for, you know, it kind of trims the fat and gives you just a solid, good, you know, bare bones story that doesn't waste any time. It just hits you right in the chest. And that's what I feel like this book did. I had a great time reading it. I can't wait to check out some, some more of her stuff. I can't wait to do a deep dive on this one because it is such a good story. I'm going to wait a couple of months with it being a pre-order right now. I want it to come out. I want as many people as I can to get their hands on it and experience it like I did and then come back, you know, a few months from now and we'll do a deep dive on this thing and go through it. Really enjoyed it. I want to thank Laura Keating for writing it and hope she keeps up the great work. Thank you, Tenemus Press. This has been Just James Horror Reviews. I'm your host, Just James. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.